On this episode of Bourbon and Blood, we did The Possession of Hannah Grace. And here we go. Back listeners, we are here, and we have been drinking, and we are here to talk about the possession of Hannah Grace. Yeah, it was good. Into it. Surprising. We love possession movies. Well, you go into it thinking it's going to be a story of her possession, right? Yeah. As all of those possession of, insert girl's name here, movies are. (laughs) But, like, this was not that at all. It opened with her final exorcism and death, and then... We jumped into the story of Meg. But in the, like, so I wrote down, how come, like, whenever they're doing exorcisms tonight, it's always in, like, the creepiest, most scary, cold, dark room. Like, have it be a nice, warm, inviting, sunny, like, yeah, you know? Demons don't want to be around all the love. No, make it nice and warm. Fill it with happy things, like paintings of Bob Ross, with Bob Ross, and, like, <laughs> Happy little, yeah, happy little clouds. Happy little clouds. Uh, my first note in this is the Foley artist had to have a field day. Because, like, there's so many crunches and bone breaks. and Yeah, the sounds were really good. I just recently watched a thing on Foley artists, and, like, it just reminds me of, like, someone cracking chicken bones. Yeah, I, when I was in, like, uh, like seventh grade, we watched, for some reason, we watched a video in school on, like, sound effects and how they do it. And whenever I hear somebody getting punched in a movie, I'm always like, someone's hitting a frozen turkey right now. Imagine that job. Imagine how cool that is. Yeah, it would be pretty neat. That would be pretty cool. So this is the story of the blue-eyed demon. Yeah. Spooky. So Hannah Grace, possessed. Her dad decides to take matters in his own hand. Yeah, he's a good dad. He's a good dad. bummer. I mean, a single dad, it seems like. Yes. You know, he's (laughs) trying his best. Poor guy. Daughter gets possessed, and... All hell breaks loose. We start this exorcism amazingly with like two priests. One of them dies pretty much instantly. Lifts it up in the air. She loves to lift people up in the air. It's her signature. It's her signature move. It is. It's her signature. Makes people levitate in the air in the form of a cross. And then does mean stuff to them. And then does something bad. So she throws the older priest and he gets impaled, right? Yeah, like spike through his head. He's up in the air, and then she just throws him back into, you know, a lovely church relic that has a giant spike protruding out of it. Maybe if you didn't do it in it. such a dangerous place, you Jesus guys. Jesus Christ. Yep, and the other priest gets lifted up, but then that's when Dad was like, all right, I'm going to suffocate my daughter. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Take her out. Got to do it, though. I mean, you can't have that demon round and mock. Yep. Bad, so, bad news. Then we cut to Meg. Oh, Meg. Oh, sweet Meg. Poor Meg. So Meg is a, we learned Meg is a former cop. There was an incident where uh, her and her partner pulled the guy over, and the guy pulled out a gun and shot her partner, and she just kind of froze, and she left the force and has been dealing with a lot of substance abuse and anxiety issues getting through that. 
Um, she goes to her AA meetings. She met a nurse there who became her um, sponsor. Her sponsor and got her a job as the night intake uh, person at the hospital for the morgue. I know she was a cop. I don't think you have the qualification still to do mortuary science. Even if well, you're I mean, a cop, she's just but... doing intake stuff. I mean, that she's not really doing anything. I think intake, you can anybody can do that. So this hospital they go to is a castle. Uh, what's it called again? Where is it? I don't know. I thought it was like BM, BM. Some, I I thought it was like Boston. Yeah, it's. God, I wrote Medical it down. Center or something like that. Was it Boston? It's Boston Medical Hospital. And I looked up the Boston Medical Hospital, and it looks nothing like that. Yeah. This looks like a fucking castle. Yeah, it's big and... It looks like a prison, is what it looks like. Yeah, and then everything inside was just so gray and somber. Yeah, that morgue was, like, the friggin', like, most castle-like but updated morgue I've ever seen. Like, it had all those sensor lights, which I fucking hate. Oh my god, I hate those so much. Don't have them at a morgue, either. My god. There's someone always there. Why would you have them at a morgue? Like, freaking people out. Oliver's gonna knock those pistachios off, because y'all... Okay, Look at him. He's pushing it. He's been doing this every day. We have a bag of pistachios on our dresser, and he, like... I don't know if he thinks it's Cat's just, like, knocking things off the... It's just those pistachios, though. So this more reminded me of the facility in Cabin of the Woods. Okay, I saw that once. I kind of remember it, yeah. Remember when all the elevators open yeah. and things go haywire? Like, the morgue looked like that. Yeah, it was a spooky morgue. I wouldn't want to work there. Especially with fucking Dave. Oh, my God. Before we get into Dave real quick. So the title sequence jumps in after she gets this job, which seems pretty late in the movie. And it's one of the coolest title sequences ever, because she learned how to take photos of the the dead bodies as they come in, and the whole title sequence is just, like, names, and then, like, a flash of, like, a camera, and yeah, you see, like, like bodies. Yeah, you see a dead body of it the girl. It's, like, cut so up and burned, and, ugh, it was bad news. So, anyways, she gets this job, and she's like, okay, I can deal with this. She's got two security guards. Let's talk about Dave. Oh, God. So Dave is a mix of Carrot Top and Willem Dafoe. Dave, I feel <laughs> like, is kind of like an incel, probably. Like, Dave is probably one of those guys who wants to, like, kill women if, when they don't want to date him, even though he's, like, a total creep and doesn't know how to act around women and is very weird and off-putting. He looks way too young to be in this position. Yeah, but he also at times looked like a guy who was 40 who was trying yeah. to be 16. His smile reminded me of Willem Dafoe. Did not like Dave. Was not sad when something bad happened to Dave. I called him Jump Scare Dave because this girl's working alone in a morgue on her first night and Dave's like hiding behind stuff and jumping out. Yeah, to like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to scare you. Really? You didn't mean to scare her? Like hiding behind a fucking morgue door? <laughs> Like, what the fuck, man? If I was a security guard for a morgue, I would announce myself loudly every time I entered. Yeah, no shit. So would I. (laughs) God damn. David fucking sucks. So, she gets a call that there's an intake, which means she has to go down in the elevator and meet the ambulance people. And it's a creepy homeless looking dude. Mm -hmm. But we know it's 
Hannah's dad. Yeah. You're not, I don't know if you're really supposed to know, but you can fucking tell. It's I didn't know until you see him the second time. Oh, really? When he was just at the door, I wasn't sure. Oh, I could, I knew. Because Hannah wasn't there yet, so. I know, but I could tell from his beard. So then Hannah shows up, and my thought was, I don't know what I'm scared, more scared of. The fact that this homeless dude snuck into the elevator, Mm -hmm. or that the possessed girl's finally there. Because that's creepy. Oh, this is when we meet Pudgy Adam Scott. I didn't write his name down, but it doesn't matter. I, uh, Randy. Oh, Randy. 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 So we meet Randy, who's a Pudgy Adam Scott. He's a nice, (laughs) sweet character. We like Randy. We like Randy. And so, yeah, she has to go help him get this body inside. And while she's doing that, uh uh-oh, guy slips in the morgue. Oh, no. And then what else happens? So Hannah, as soon as Hannah shows up, all things are not working out. Like, Meg's trying to take pictures of her like she's supposed yeah, to. Yeah, and they're not loading up. Nothing's working. F- Fingerprint thing's not mm-hmm. working. Like, everything's already going haywire. She's alone. She sees... Is this when she sees Hannah's ID? Yep. And so she sees Hannah's ID and it says it says that her eye color is brown, but oh no... Hannah's eyes are blue. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. So she's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, is this the right girl? What's happening? I don't understand. Nothing's working. I'm starting to kind of freak out a little bit. Yeah, Hannah... Not Hannah. Meg already has anxiety and issues, and I feel like she just... With this job, I feel like you're setting yourself up for a breakdown. Well, I mean, I guess I would figure that it wouldn't be a tough job. It would be a pretty... Like she said, laid back, like she's by herself. She doesn't have to deal with people. Like the the one lady who came to drop off the body, the very first lady, like (laughs) the way she introduced herself was like... I'm not a people person. I prefer I'm dead. And it's like, well, that's not a really great way to introduce yourself to somebody that you might be seeing on a regular basis at work. Like, how about, hi, my name's Karen. Like, I'm not a people person. I'm not a people person, but it's nice to meet you. (laughs) God, fucking bitch. I don't understand why they didn't try to lay Hannah flat. She was all curled up. Because they can't. She's dead. You're taking pictures. Oh, but when you're dead, you're like stiff. Yeah. This movie was dope. I s- it was really good. I I really liked it. So It reminds me a lot of Autopsy of Jane Doe. Me too. Me too. That's what it reminded me of a lot. It was very spooky, very suspenseful. Like, every time she go, Like, all this creepy stuff happens in the morgue. Like, she'll put the body in the, you know, what, what the freezer thing. Yeah. And, uh... The door keeps popping open, and every time she goes to look at the body, like, the wounds are slowly healing, and, like, just creepy, spooky stuff keeps happening. This was one of the most implausible things to me. When (laughs) Meg goes to log on the computer for some reason, right? Yeah. And she has to use Dave's, like, login, because she doesn't have, like, a login or something yet. And, like... She doesn't know his password, and then she guesses Megan. She guesses her name as his password, and it's right. Like, what? First off, no, that never happens. You're never going to guess somebody's password ASAP. Second, you just started your job. He's really going to go in his shit and change his password, like, in 24 hours and make it your name with no 
letters or like distinguishable characters. Like maybe he is a serial killer and he just puts his password as his next victim. I mean, a morgue is a great place to work if you're a serial killer, I guess, huh? Let's talk about the Dave drop. That's what it needs to Dave drop. The Dave drop. Oh, Dave. So our floppy-haired Dave is left alone in the morgue while Meg goes up to talk to her friend or something, talk to the cop, her ex-boyfriend. And Dave runs up against Hannah. It's a Dave and Hannah fight. Yeah, it is. So he hears <laughs> he hears tapping from inside the freezer, and he goes to investigate, sticks his head in, gets pulled in, and dies a violent death. Well, he gets, like, dragged up the wall on the cross pose, yeah. and then dragged across the ceiling... And then she pulls out the thing with her mind yeah, and he that's drops. Right. That's why yeah. I loved it. Yeah. To give Dave some credit, we didn't mention that when they caught the homeless guy trying to burn Hannah, Dave jumped in in the middle of a knife fight and got slashed, but he was fine. Yeah. Like, the two security guards were on that shit. They were, and they're not really paid all that great. Like, they really, they really did a great job. Kudos. I mean, unfortunately, they both die, but... We still think Dave might be a serial killer, Dave but that was nice. could potentially be a serial killer. And then the next death, is, death I wrote is Croc Nurse. Yeah. It's I so think her name that's, was Lisa. That's all I could see was as she was being raised up in the air on the roof, like, her one of her Crocs fell off, but it made more real... Like, I was like, oh, well, God. Well, she, like... So... Meg was like, oh my god, Lisa, you work nights here because you also have addiction issues and night the night shift is good for you, so let's have a little break. I gotta tell you about this weird shit that I'm seeing and all this weird stuff is going on. And so Lisa's listening to her and she's like, you're just really stressed. And then she finds the bottle. <laughs> you're so stressed. She finds the bottle of Andrew Xanax that Meg had... Just take it. She hadn't been taking any Xanax, but she just had it as a security blanket to feel okay. And then Lisa was like, did you take any of these? Yeah, she kind of got bitchy about it. But I guess if you're the sponsor. Yeah, but don't be judgmental about that. Like, that's, she's going through a, she's going through a thing right now. Like, Xanax, (laughs) Xanax works when you fucking need it, you know? Like, shit. So, yeah, so she goes off. Have a cigarette to, in the stairwell. Yeah, to go have a cigarette because she's stressed out, and then uh, gets chased by Hannah, who's like uh, the way she climbs and moves. It's, it's just like the stereotypical freaky movie, you know. She's a fucking spider monkey demon. all over the yeah, place. Yeah, but it was it was spooky the way. I she almost was... wish she spoiler. I almost wish she didn't die. Because I would, I could see like a series of these. Yeah. Oh, I don't think you need to say spoiler too. Like we're yeah. discussing the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I honestly thought like at the end of the movie there was gonna be the blue eye, like a sequel going on here. Yeah. Oh, the the nice guy, our chubby Adam Randy. Scott. So Randy. It set us up to like him, which sucks even more. Because he's like, oh, you have addiction. Here's a picture of my daughter. And then she came along. And I was like, no more drinking ever. No, I need to be a good person. And then Randy bites it. Yeah, Randy bites it pretty hard. Yeah. Gets smushed against the pillar. Smushed between, yeah, like, she starts moving the ambulances to trap him. And then runs him over with an ambulance. And makes his head, like, between the pillar and the ambulance. 
Let me or tell Randy. you an interesting thing about this movie. So the director, Diedrich von Rosen, mm-hmm. so he came in, he wanted, like, the script after reading it, he wanted it to be bigger and scarier. Okay. He's the one that decided to do all the flashing lights, the light stuff, to make the morgue a bigger place. So he moved here, where was it? From the Netherlands, after making one film. Okay. And people were like, ooh, Buzz, this guy's awesome. He's been in talks and works to do the Birds remake. <gasps> and it keeps getting shelved because the executives can't figure out if they want a remake or they want to, like, do they want to make it modern or do they want to make it a, a remake? Uh-huh. And it sucks because after seeing this, because this is just his third movie, like, this guy has a great eye. Yeah, I, The Birds is like a freaky movie. It really is. I he, he talks about how... I think they could re- remake that. Like, Well, he's all about atmosphere, because he thinks atmosphere is the scariest yeah. part, which makes sense, because this movie is creepy, but the atmosphere is Yeah, that's what makes it scary. Can you imagine the birds with, like, a terrifying atmosphere? The birds is... It's a freaky movie. Like, I, it... I could... I could really see that. Uh, I could see that. I could, being too. Being a cool movie. I would be down... The only things I didn't like about this movie is, one, the title. There's so many, the exorcism of... Yeah, I know. Exorcism of Emily Rose, exorcism of that... There's a guy, too. Is exorcism of Emily Rose the one where the grandma opens her mouth really big? Maybe. I think Deb from Dexter is in that one. (laughs) Ugh. Oh, fucking Deb! Deb. Like, I always feel like I'm, I'm over... The exorcism of movies, uh-huh. but I usually end up liking most of them. That yeah, I've they're seen. usually pretty good. I mean, I love a good demon possession. Like, you know, it. There's always spooky things that happen, and you usually get a few good jump scares with them. And I don't know. I like possession movies. They're good. I do they're too. Fun. They're interesting. Ooh, what about when she had that like? There was that fly yes, that, the fly. Kept, that kept going on uh, Hannah's body, and so Meg tried to blow it away, and then she, like, saw it crawling, and lift, she lifted the sheet back, and then, like, this burst of flies just came swarming out from the body, but it was just a hallucination. Oh, my so God. Creepy. I would die. I would leave. <laughs> I would just leave right then and be like, you know what? Someone else can man this fucking place. I'm not doing this. She better tonight. get paid pretty good Bye. to deal with this shit. Probably not. It's probably like fifteen dollars <clears throat> an hour. Or the scene where she's in the bathroom and the ball rolls on her thing, and then Ooh, yeah. she watches the video back and sees what looks like a speck, but it could be Hannah crawling across the mm-hmm. floor. Ah, it was really well done. I liked it. I liked it. Oh, the other thing I didn't like is the fire. So, <clears throat> she has to burn Hannah. That's the only way you can kill her. You could shoot her, you could stab her, you could cut her throat. And oh, yeah, the dad comes people. back. He, like, yeah. escaped from custody and came back to burn Hannah. So, they, like, conspire to grab Hannah's body and they're going to go burn it, right? Yeah. But then Hannah, oh, no, turns on her dad, kills her dad. Of course she's going <laughs> to. Throws him in the incinerator. So, he burns up. I don't understand. So the dad's like, why has she not killed you? What? If, like, they didn't really explain the connection between Meg and Hannah. I thought there was going to be 
like, because at one point Meg cut her hand and a drop of blood, like, went on the covering of Hannah's body. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be more, so I think maybe that might have been somehow tied into it that they just didn't, like, put in the film. They just didn't have time or they cut it or something like that. But that that's what made sense to me. Hannah was like, we're blood sisters Yeah, now. for real. And then, of course, the ending we were really hoping... There's a fly on the glass or on the mirror as Meg's getting ready for work or running After or whatever she's doing. After surviving her horrible ordeal. We really thought she was going to have a b- one blue eye. That demon just possessed I her. I know. Yeah, they could have. They could have done that. I know. I know. It was pretty good. I liked this movie. I thought it was okay. There was n- nobody in it that I knew. Yeah, me either. Nary. I feel like the cop boyfriend looked familiar, but no. He's like a comedian. I think you've seen him just on like bit things. I know I've seen him before on like little bit things, you know. <laughs> Nothing very important. So yeah, it was a really good movie. It's hard to crack jokes when the movie's so good. Yeah, honestly, like I didn't take a ton of notes because I was just watching the movie. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Liked it. Yeah. Two thumbs up. So check out the possession Two of Dead Burn Thumbs <laughs> Up. The possession of Hannah Grace. I don't oh like that God. title. I know. Rename it right now. Rename it and change the fire. No, the you fire rename looked, it right now. Oh, uh, uh, I also don't like her name. Or they could have just called it Hannah. I would call it Morgue Madness. Morgue Madness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Morgue Madness is pretty good. Or like, hmm, I don't know. I can't think of another one. Morgue Madness took all the bit out of me. <laughs> that took everything you had. They should have named it. No, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Xanax. Oh, oh, the movie. Oh, the movie. Even though it has nothing really to do with Xanax. No, Xanax the movie would be like just chilling in your bed sleeping. Just being like, whatever. Xanax the movie. <laughs> Well, thank you for listening to this somewhat shorter and not as funny but fun still episode of Bourbon and Blood. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Yes, we will. And you guys, don't get possessed. I mean, or do. It's okay. Well, don't come after us if you're possessed. We'll support you, whatever you do. Bye. Bye.